יומה פרק א' משנה ה' מסרוהו זקני ביתין לזקני כהונה The elders of the Betin who taught, who taught him the laws that now they gave him over to the elders of the Kehuna who would teach him the Avodah of filling the hands with the Ketore. This Avodah meant that he would hold a ladle filled with the Ketore in his left hand and he had to somehow pour that ladle into both of his hands cupped together. It was a very difficult Avodah and the Avtina's family, who were in charge of the Ketoret, they would teach him. So the Zikne Bedin brought him up to the upper chamber where the Bet Avtinas uh, was. That's where they made the Ketoret. And in that chamber, the Zikne Bedin made the Kohen Gadol swear that he would not deviate from doing the Ketoret the proper way. And then the Zikne Bedin uh, left, and they left him to be taught by the Abtinas family. Bartinura explains the reason why they had to make him swear is because the Siddukim had their own way of doing the Ketore. They would burn the incense on the burning hot coals. They maintained that the Kohen Gadol should do that before entering the Kodesh Kodeshim. Because the Pasuk says, Ki be'anan era'e ala kaporet. In a, in a cloud of smoke, I shall be seen on top of the kaporet. In other words, they understood God should only be seen if there's already a cloud of smoke. But we have a tradition, Torah Sheba'apeh, from Hashem to Moshe on Har Sinai, that the Kohen Gadol should not put the incense into the burning hot coals until after he enters the Kodesh Kodashim. Like the Pasuk says, Hashem In front of Hashem. So in order to make sure that the Kohen Gadol was not a Sidduki, they had to make him swear that he would not deviate. Now they can't actually observe and see if he will deviate because no one is allowed to be in the Beit HaMikdash during the Avodah of the Ketoret. So nobody would know. That's why we have to make him swear. And this is what they told him before they left. This is what they told him. And he answered Amen to this swear. Ishi Kohen Gadol, my master the Kohen Gadol, we are the messengers of Bedin. You are our messenger, and you are the messenger of Bedin. As far as answering Amen to the following swear. So you can't reinterpret what you meant. When, when you say Amen to the following swear, it's based on us because you're our messenger and we hereby proclaim a swear upon you by the one who rests his name in this house meaning by Bore Olam in God's name that you should not deviate from all that we tell you and he would answer Amen the commentators ask if the Kohen Gadol in fact was a Sidduki then in his understanding of the Torah, he just swore to go against what he thinks the Torah says. And such a swear is not binding. So why would he feel obligated to follow the swear? The Sfat Emet uh, answers that nonetheless he wouldn't want to make a swear in vain. If he was a Siduki and he felt that this swear was against the Torah, then he swore in God's name to go against the Torah. Yeah, the swear is not binding, but it's a swear in God's name in vain which he wouldn't want to do. So if he was a Siduki, he would probably back out, and then they would appoint another Kohen Gadol. 
Now, if he did, in fact, answer Amen to that swear, he would go to the side and cry that they suspected that he was a Siduki. And being that he answered Amen to the swear, now they realize that he's not a Siduki. So now they realize that they were Hoshed Bikhsherim. Now, even though they're obligated to, they were obligated to be Choshetim, but still, now that they realized that he was really a Kashet, because he answered Amen, they cried that they were Choshet Bikshetim.